Welcome to Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm your founder and host, Donnie McCarty. On today's episode, we have Landon Owen from the Golf Crusade joining us. Landon, why don't you go ahead and say hey to the dudes. Donnie, dudes, what's going on? Glad to have you on, man. Uh, first time on with us. I think this is going to be pretty fun. I see you're repping uh, the Golf Crusade logo. Um, looking pretty good over there. Likewise. The Thank dudes you. on, it got a brand awareness for everybody yep, here. That's watching it. At home. That's it. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell me just a little bit about yourself, let the guys kind of know a little bit about you that are going to be listening today. Yeah, man. Well, first of all, for two dudes that run social media around golf in Johnson City, for them to meet finally over yeah. a podcast is pretty cool. It's about time. Uh, so thanks for having me. But um, no, the, my, uh, my actually, my, my day job, as I like to say now, is uh, I'm the senior director of ticket sales for Bristol Motor Speedway and um, work with Speedway Motorsports and all of our facilities to help you know bring fans in and show them a great time, of course, and um, blessed to have something that I'm passionate about and yep. kind of a lifer in the sports business. Um, the, and then the Golf Crusade started kind of as a passion project or a hobby or a blog or whatever you want to call yeah. it, uh, uh, not quite four years ago, um, but uh, trace its roots back to, you know, f- almost 40 years um, to when we were kids playing golf with our dads, uh, me and my buddy Brett, who we, you know, the two of us are the Golf Crusade guys. And yeah. um, it sprouted out into some other channels and, you know, five figure followers and and all this other stuff so it's stuff we never really intended on happening sure um but it's been a fun ride um and it brings us and introduces us to different people and courses and guys like yourself so you know i think that's what's great about golf there's so many cool people since i've started doing this league that i've got the opportunity to meet that just there's no chance we would have sat down and had this conversation we're about to have if not for golf and so what a great sport and what a great thing that honestly helps bring a bunch of good people together yeah uh, uh, the biggest word we can put around it is community. Yep. You know, golf and doing this has is, is really uh, shown us that it is a community of, of like-minded people that, um, you know, don't be a jerk. Yep. You know, we're, we don't want to play with you if you're, if you're going to throw stuff and be the rage monster and all that stuff. But it, it is just such a great game, and uh, we're grateful that we get to share it with so many people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our podcast rundown just so we know what we're kind of talking about today, and we'll get started. All right, so first up, we're going to be covering our league notes. After that, we're going to be jumping into our main interview portion with Landon. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. He's going to tell us a lot about his golf career, uh, the Golf Crusade, and some of his favorite courses he's played. And then after that, we're going to jump into Hazard Time, which we got a couple questions we're just going to surprise each other with. So who knows what they're going to be about. But I came prepared. Awesome. Good, yeah. good. <laughs> and then uh, finally, we'll go ahead and uh, share his social medias that you can follow him and find him at. Um, and reach out to him. So for our league notes coming up, we basically have two events left on the schedule. We have our member guest October 8th at the Golf Club of Bristol. Uh, really looking forward to seeing everyone out there. The The leaves are going to be changing nicely. It's going to be, I mean, you can't argue with uh, early October golf. That's that's a great time to play. It's the best best time of year to play. Have you ever uh, played out there? I have. What do you think of the course? It's it's a very fun golf course. The first time I played it, I believe it was private. Mm-hmm. Then they went public. Then they went closed. Then they went public. <laughs> then they went private. And they seem to have caught their niche again. And um, we actually had a tournament out there last year, not Golf Crusade, but through work. And yeah. um, it was in really great shape. Zoysia, got to yep. love that. You know, get oh, those yeah. plush lies. And yeah. uh, just hitting bombs out there. That's a good place to do that. That's awesome. Uh, I'm actually – so when this gets released, I will have just played it for the first time two days ago. I'm actually playing – so for those that are listening, we're recording uh, Tuesday, September 27th, and I'm playing it Saturday just to see it for the first time before first we got time. there for our tournament. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm playing with my brother-in-law. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to curb stomping you, Alex. So yeah, ho- hopefully like after it. people listen to this, I actually, smack. yeah, hopefully I actually beat him, but we'll see. We'll, we'll make sure we share it on ours who won that match. Awesome. I love <laughs> it. Um, and then after that, we have our admin retreat November 4th through the 6th. We're going down to Macklemore. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard go. of that place, but it's, it's halfway decent, some might say. They got some views there yeah. uh, from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a really good way just to kind of wrap up the year. Some of the guys that have put in a lot of work, um, helping make this league possible, putting in the behind the scenes work that a lot of people don't see. So we're going to go down there, um, kind of enjoy ourselves, but also do a lot of planning to get this, even this league hopefully taken to a new level for next year. And we're really excited about some of the changes and just surprises that we have coming for our members. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our main interview. We'll just kind of get rocking and rolling into this. So. What made you get into golf? My parents. No. Um, you know, both my parents played, and they figured probably once they started having kids, it'd be a good idea to get their kids playing yeah. at a young age so they could keep going. So, yeah. um, you know, one of my earliest memories is I was probably like three or four years old and following my dad around and my buddy Brett, whose dad, my dad and his dad were best friends too. So uh, probably the four of us were there together at three and four years old and wow. barely walking around. And I remember there was a, a sand trap. You know, in the fairway, there's a fairway bunker. Mm-hmm. Call them sand traps up there. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. We know what you're saying. Yeah, little, little uh, fairway bunker there to be uh, to be uh, architecturally correct. And I was trying to hit it in the in the fairway bunker, and I finally did. And my dad said, "Just put it out on the green," which is probably 100 yards away. He's like, "Let's go!" <laughs> so I drop the ball, I take a swing, and I hit it to the green at three or four years old. And they're just, they're like jumping up and down like they just oh, yeah. made a hole in one. I'm like, well, that was a cool reaction. Oh, yeah. And I was hooked, you know, from that point on. So uh, never really played competitively. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible golfer. I mean, I like to tell people I, I was a hack as a junior. I, if I broke 100, I was probably jumping up and down. Hey. Um, you know, now I've gotten better as I've played more. And um, I play off like a 9 or a 10, you know. Yeah. But, um you know, I've, I've certainly gotten better through the years, but it's just been a, a joy. You know, I've, I've, I've never liked playing in, in, like, stroke play tournaments. I played one as a junior, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, that's not my thing. I played other sports. Those was competitive enough, and golf was always the release. Mm-hmm. It was always the, hey, it's, it's my off day. I'm going out to the course and um, doing that. So played a lot as a kid, and um, my first job was in golf. You know, after after college, I worked in the golf business down in the Carolinas. We back in the days of pre-internet marketing and everything. <laughs> that had been uh, a lot more work back then. It was uh, creating word of mouth marketing. Um, you know, we sold these little golf booklets uh, that had you know, a course would sign us up and we'd go uh, you know, spread the word about the course. And mm-hmm. I used to say, like, hey, the so and such and such a course asked me to come bribe a few golfers to come play. And yeah. we had these great deals, and I was a fan of the deal. Um, that's kind of how I ended up working there and um, turned out to be a good proving ground for me, you know, learn how to sell, learn how to hustle, um, you know, and, and, and manage a team. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of led me to back into sports, um, you know, worked at Marshall, uh, kind of got into the ticket, the ticket side of, uh, of athletic administration and you know, spent some time at Marshall University, uh, Virginia Tech, Rutgers, um, spent a year working for the Mets before I came to Bristol. Man. And that was 11 years ago. Um, wow. So I've been here now longer than all those other places combined, um, which is great. Uh, yeah. This is home, and you know, what a great area to call home and play golf in. I couldn't agree more. This this whole northeast Tennessee, um, and even for me, I kind of extend this region out into the mountains of North Carolina for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole area around the Appalachian Mountains is yeah. just like it's home. 
it, it's it's hard to beat living here. Yeah, we loved, or I loved at the time when I was by myself um, in Charlotte, and loved North Carolina. Went to college at Wingate um, University down outside of Charlotte, and really just called that home. You know, after growing up in New York, um, yeah. And that's really where I wanted to be was back down south. You know, after all the other places that I had been, and uh, when we came to visit here, we're like, well, it's like twenty miles away. This is pretty close. Yeah, and. There's no there's no income tax and there's a lot of advantages. To oh being yeah, on this side of the border there is, um, and the mountains are just so beautiful. And you know, I, you know, in an hour you're in Linville. You know, with the you know, ridiculous amount of courses that are up there and so many a- good ones. Asheville's an hour away if you need to go to a show or mm-hmm. you know you really want that upscale meal or something that might yep. be lacking a little bit here, but sure. it's starting to come along and the area's grown so much just in the time we've been here and um, we've been fortunate enough, my wife and I, Jen, who. Uh, works with uh, Truist Bank. She's the market president for them, and um, you know we're we're grateful that we've gotten to help some things. You know, mm-hmm. We're very blessed, and um, you know with the Speedway, obviously, you know the day job, yeah. um, we get to do a lot of things uh, service based as well, um, which is probably the most enjoyable part of anything. Sure, um, and I work a lot with ETSU and some other things. But like I said, it's a wonderful area, and I remember back in you know when I was at Marshall, probably early two thousands, Golf Digest came out with these Metro Golf Rankings. And I remember number two was Tri Cities. Really? Believe it or not. So it was John City Kingsport Bristol. I'm like, and number one was Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. Number two was John City Bristol Kingsport. And I'm like, wow, that's not far from us. It's like three, four hours down yeah. the road. And Huntington, uh, which was where Marshall was, was like fifteenth. And I'm like, well, we're not a very good golf market, but there was cheap. There was a lot of courses yep. that had a lot to do with it back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ranked all 300 and some odd metro areas. Like wow. New York City was zero, <laughs> you know, or number 334. Yeah, um, probably did. I mean, I imagine golf up there is outrageously expensive. It's expensive, one, but just access. I mean, there's 15 million people, and there's probably 10 golf courses. Yeah, within New York, there's zero golf courses within New York City. Um, like Manhattan, yep. um, there's a couple in Brooklyn, a couple in Queens, a couple in Staten Island, um, and a few in the Bronx, but that's it. You know, you got to go to New Jersey or Long Island or go upstate, what they consider upstate, not yeah. really where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's just a, a lack of golf, and here you come, and it's, you know, 45 bucks to play all day at a place like Graysburg Hills, yeah. which is just unbelievable. I, I, you can't beat that. I tell people, I'm like, you don't understand how good golf is here. If this mm-hmm. was a major market, that course would be 90, 100 bucks. Easy. Easy um, to play all day. So um, we're very lucky to call this, like I said, it's great golf here. And, we are. Uh, we certainly love to share it with everybody and tell people to come here yeah. because it's a fun place to visit too. It is. Um, when you're talking about the affordability of golf here, that's one thing I notice. Like whenever we take trips places, people are like, oh, why Why does this cost this much? I'm like, because you don't understand how fortunate we are to live where we are where golf is honestly dirt cheap. It is. It's it, it's compared to other areas, like you go out to the Southern Pines area, mm-hmm. they have some pretty you know big name courses, Mid Pines, Pine Needles, but they have a lot that are pretty lackluster in the area. They, there's a lot of courses there, but even they're like bad courses are like 75 bucks. And I'm like, it's really tough yeah. when you're like, man, I, I could have played Warriors Path twice for the price of that or whatever it might be. Or yeah, you could play at Graysburg all day for half price. You could probably get a membership there yeah. for what it costs to play on one yeah. weekend yeah. in Pinehurst yep. uh, for your whole year. Yep. And, you know, when we moved, we moved from, we lived in New Jersey when we were up in the, in the tri-state area and, um, I played a lot at the Rutgers course because it was quote unquote cheap. Mm-hmm. It was always in great shape. You know, they take great care of the course. It was fun layout. 
um, but it was a college course. It was short, mm-hmm. you know, just um, parkland. Everything up there is parkland. And if you go to a muni, you know, you're looking at a five-hour round easy, and mm-hmm. it's probably 60 bucks. Yeah. And it's yeah. what most people would consider a dog track. Sure. You know, it's beat up because it gets so much play. And mm-hmm. the T-sheet's full. So why would they change anything? Um, they're obviously profitable. So, um, yeah, and then you come play to a place like here, and you're paying less than that to play stuff that you would spend 120 bucks willingly just here, take my money, yep. you know, to go play at places like that up there to have not only the quality of course, but they're not full. You know, yep. it's an enjoyable, you can play in a decent amount of time, and they're going to take care of you uh, while they're there, which is just as much fun. It is. Because the people here are just amazing. They are. I mean, that's that's one thing. We we definitely live in a great place, whether it's the people that live here or the very affordable golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it definitely makes for a good place to live here. For sure. Um well, tell me a little bit about like what made you start the golf crusade. What what originally inspired you to get into this? Uh, I'd say photography first. You know, kind of twofold. First was the, the you got to have something to share. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when I was working in college athletics, I'd travel to I'd have the fortune to travel to, with the team to you know different stadiums. And I'm a collector, not of anything of value, uh, <laughs> as my wife would say. It's just a, a more of a pack rat. Um, I just carried like just little memorable things. My dad uh, collected matchbooks and and uh, and magnets. You know those were his things. Yeah. So I started looking for magnets at each place, but you couldn't find everything. Some were those big like auto decals, and some were the tiny little. Yep. I just wanted the little things. Sure. So and you couldn't find it everywhere, so that was quickly out. And then I had gotten into photography a little bit, and it started taking like stadium panoramas, you know, those big wide angle views. Sure. Uh, so I got really into that. I started doing that quite a bit bought a nice camera um and then i'd gone on a golf trip and and played and borrowed somebody's camera to shoot and i'm like this is pretty awesome mm-hmm. um and kind of caught the bug from there so um the first course i ever shot digital photography changed the game you know for for doing stuff like this and you don't have to pay for film to get stuff developed and, oh sure um yeah so that was probably the first part and i had started you know photographing golf courses as we were talking a little before probably played three in the courses in the last 20 years I probably have photos from 250 of them. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's was, incredible. <laughs> so um, the ones I don't have, I was trying to go back and replay yeah. whenever I could. Yeah. Just so I had it, even if I just went and visited and say, hey, I didn't can I just get a cart and go run around. Most of them are like, yeah, great. Yeah. Well, for them, it makes sense. Like, oh, you're yeah. going to post pictures of their course so people can see what they have to offer. Yeah, like, 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 how is this not good for them? Just some, of them are, <laughs> some of them are a little dodgy about it. Like, oh, no, we don't, we don't want to pay for that. I'm like, I'm not asking you to pay for it. Yeah. Like know, the, I just want it. Yeah, like, this is for me. This is not, for us. This, yeah. We want to help you. Well, you're part of our journey. Yeah. You know, we want to share all the places we've been. So that was probably the first part. And the second, you know, maybe the part before that was, um, you know, I'm just one of two guys in this. The other guy, Brett, um, is probably my oldest friend, is what I was talking about earlier, uh, with our families being great friends. He lives in Charleston, South Carolina now. Um, but we've never lived in the same area. So he played college golf at Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had worked in the golf business and it's really starting to grow my courses playlist and we always tried to top each other to see who had played sure. more um eventually i started posting some stuff online uh, some photos on uh, google maps i figured out how to post on there yeah so that when you search for a, a place you might see your own photo i just thought that was cool yeah so i posted a picture a year or a picture a day for a year and on the 365th day i got a message from google saying i reached 1 million views i'm like wow that's pretty neat Thanks. That, wow, that's impressive. Pretty cool. Yeah. Right? So I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. And then kind of from that, I was like, okay, I know what, I'm, I, know what I want to do with this. So I called Brett and said, hey, 
you know how we want to play a thousand courses? Yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna get there. We got kids. We got jobs. Pretty demanding careers. Um, you know, our golf is scarce. Let's combine forces. I'd really like somebody to do this. You know, it'd be more fun if we did this together and pushed each other. Absolutely. As I'm sure you and the dudes yeah. run in the league. Yeah. It's not something you want to tackle by yourself. No, you don't. You it's, want help. It, it is, and I mean, it, it's really fun to partner up with a buddy, especially where it seems like you guys have been friends for forever. I mean, you guys know yeah. each other really well. Yep. It's fun to join forces kind of on something like this and yep. make it a project for you guys. It, there's, it's always been our connective tissue between sure. the two of us, and that, and I was always about halfway home from wherever he was living. Mm-hmm. So if he was in Florida, I was in Virginia. If uh, if he was in Charleston, I could have been in New Jersey. And we would have just stopped by. We'd see each other a couple of years, play golf. and But it was always like, you know, hey, we hang out all the time. So um, I started building a site out, and I thought it looked pretty cool. And I showed it to my wife, and he showed it to his wife and said, hey, this is what we want to do. And they're like, you built that? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, that was, my, my, I think my wife's direct quote was, oh, that was way better than I expected. <laughs> I said, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, that's not a loaded backhanded uh, compliment. Like, Thank but, you. But for sure. Um, yeah, you're a confidence builder. Um, <laughs> so our goal was to play a 1,000 courses and kind of use this website to yeah. catalog the journey, if nothing else, because I'm a compuls- compulsive list maker. I like, you know, map, Google Map Hunter. Um, have our own map on our website of all the courses that we play that's interactive. So if you're sitting at home now listening to this, or you can go to golfcrusade.com, pull up our map, click on one of the courses that we've played, one of the icons, and you'll see 10 to 20 photos usually oh, of yeah. the course and who designed it, when we played it, what we thought of it, you know, kind of everything. Not necessarily as a rating tool, but if you're traveling somewhere to play or you're visiting, it's a good place you can pick up some info on courses and find out where to play. So, um, that kind of became our thing, and we were right under 400 when we launched it, I think, of 2018, I think early 2018. And um, we took a golf trip. We're like, let's go somewhere to play 400 together. We went yeah. to Pinehurst. Excellent. Played Dormy. He had never played Tobacco Road. I hadn't been there in 15 years. So. That place is nuts. We're Mike Strantz groupies, oh, too. Yeah. And, Same. Um which turned into that trip turned into another social channel. So we had Golf Crusade, and then we started at uh, the Strance Fans Club, um, which has you know, a few thousand followers of its own. And uh, you know, just kind of that was born uh, from that. So Brett runs the Strance page, I run the Golf Crusade, and then we have a third one called Golf Barns. It's just barns on golf courses. Yeah. Nothing else. It's pretty. There's a lot of them. We thought it would be a good channel. Well, you know, you mentioned Graceburg. They got a couple for it's you the right Mecca. out there. Yeah, it's I golf mean, barn Mecca right it there. Is. So I'm like, I have one in my backyard, <laughs> which is funny because you know one of the one of the stories we did on our website was Graceburg. Mm-hmm. We did that, and um, the owner saw it and called his media company and said, "Hey, I want a new website, and I want it to look like this." So they contacted us and they said, "Hey, they you know." I think Stan uh, really likes your site and uh, would love to, you know, borrow some photos to build his own. I said, sure, here. And if you go to graceburg.com, they've got us on the, on yeah, the front page. They, they I'm do. like, that's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> no, take it's the not. That's off. awesome. <laughs> take the picture off because <laughs> it's about the course. You know, we, we post on our website under pen names. You know, we don't mm-hmm. show our faces typically yep. uh, on, our, on our own stuff. And uh, we want the focus to be elsewhere because you know, sure. that's where it deserves to be. And, um, so, but it's again, it's been a great journey. Um, we're at 530 courses right now. That's awesome. Uh, that's it, that's a good haul. It's it. We've ticked them off a little faster than we had hoped. We we try to do like one new course per guy per month. So 24, okay. 20 rounded up, 25 a year. We figured if we did that and stayed on that pace, we'd hit a thousand sometime in our early 60s. So. Hey. 
we're a little bit ahead of that pace probably since we started this. But like you said, you got somebody to push you. Um, you're gonna you're gonna try to top the other guys. So we've we've really kept that going, and um, we've. It's going to get a lot harder now that we've kind of golfed out our own backyards. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I've looked at your guys' map, and you, mm-hmm. you've definitely got a large portion in here. It's going to be a few more plane tickets, it seems, uh, and long car rides to get a couple more in. You know, if you got somebody that's willing to travel with you for you know a couple hours, you can reach a lot of stuff. You can. Um, mountains prohibit that. That's not the best travel, and he can only really go one way since he's on the coast. Sure. Uh, or three ways. He can go north, um, south, and, and west, but he can't go east. Um, so unless one of us move, which I don't really see likely anytime soon, uh, it is going to get harder and you're going to have to play on, on trips. And my trips for me are short, usually like mm-hmm. two, three, four days at most. Um, we just went to, uh, up to Kentucky and played in the bourbon trail and, uh, we knocked off seven courses in about, you know, 36, 48 hours, something like that. So that's incredible. Or uh, probably 48 hours, not 36, misspoke on that. But it was fun. Uh, some par three courses, a couple nine hole courses on the day in, the day out, a 45 hole day here and there. You yeah. know, it you can you can make them up quick if you're on the road. You can. Um, you know, I always find that those like two to four day trips are great. It's enough time to where you don't feel like you're neglecting the wife and your responsibilities at home, but it's a nice getaway from life just to kind of go out and enjoy it and. Yeah, I mean, when I go on these trips, like even you see the trips we plan, yeah. I can't tell you how many weekends I've gone with my buddy, Justin Fawn. He, he sounds a lot like uh, your buddy that you're doing this with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been my lifelong best friend, and, we've and you know, he was uh, up at West Point for a while, and so we didn't get to see each other as much. But when he's living down here now in the Pinehurst area, mm-hmm. uh, we both golf. And he's one of the right-hand mans uh, for me in my league. And so it's really nice that we have this together to keep us locked up. But – uh, I can't tell you how many times I've gone out there for a weekend and we're like, all right, we'll be playing hundred holes this weekend. Like, all mm-hmm. right, buckle up, like, let's get it. And it's just, yep. it's just fun to play golf. Um, yep. it really is. And so on your website, um, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Some of the courses we both like, mm-hmm. but I've used your website. So for everyone listening, uh, it's an incredible website. Thank it you. gives me a ton of ideas of courses I've wanted to take the dudes to. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, earlier this year, Old Tequila, yeah. that's one that people rant and rave about. Like, mm-hmm. man, like when are we going back there? And like that was because of your website. Like, yeah, I literally you. started looking in a little like yep. bubble, like, all right, well, it looks cool. And I'm like, man, this this place looks beautiful, mm-hmm. but, man, it looks like it's going to want to kick your teeth in too. So I was like – And it does. It, it, oh, it does. totally does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> it is. It is such a great course. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll touch on that a little bit more, but I did just want to say that the website is awesome. And it's, it's a great resource for people that are looking to plan trips yep. and just find places to, to get it out and play, especially in this Appalachian area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty impressive. Uh, earlier, before we talked, uh, we were just kind of coming up with some topics. You mentioned uh, there was a little short course idea that you had for Pine Oaks. Um, yeah. But I don't see that there is a short course uh, at Pine Oaks. I'm going to need a little. Okay. A little swig of uh, uh, get this to Get this to go down a little better. Yeah. So T- it was a hard pill to swallow. Sure. Um, but a great project. So I was on the golf board uh, here in Johnson City for, for a few years. And, you know, just, you know, I enjoyed. You know, it was for Pine Oaks and right before the closed Buffalo Valley. Uh, like my first meeting was the one to close Buffalo Valley. I'm no like, way. I don't know if I want to be in on this. Like closing <laughs> golf courses. That's not really my thing. Yeah, your thing's playing golf courses. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to. I want to help them stay yeah. open. I don't want them to close. That's so awesome. thankfully, I've been there a couple times. But yeah, you know, in all honesty, if you're if you're evaluating Buffalo Valley, it's probably the right call. You know, I know the residents wouldn't like to see that, but it didn't get the play that it needed to make itself viable. Uh, it's hard for golf courses to make money. 
it's even harder for places with topography like that to uh, draw people to without another, you know, a draw nearby. Um, and even as close to John City as it was, it probably made sense. The allure of closing that was to spend some more money on Pine Oaks to make it better, mm-hmm. um, which they've done in, in some ways. They've yeah. done in some ways for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing they did was hire Brian Bentley, which was a great move. He's uh, awesome. Brian's a great guy. He you know, is. Good friend. Our kids go to the same daycare and, you know, or not awesome. daycare, but preschool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're great people. Um, and, you know, he's done a lot for the place. You know, Bill. You know, Bill Fuller's a good friend. He's, you know, works hardest working man in Johnson City, <laughs> is he takes care of the golf course and goes and does like Cardinal Park or whatever they're calling it now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fifth third thing, whatever, Union what, Park, what, whatever, yeah. yeah, dot com Park. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, but it it is what it is. You know, it's a it's a muni with push up greens that you know has some challenging land on one side and um, and has its local members. It's going to get a lot of play, but they don't charge a lot. So. They also had the learning center, what they called it in the middle, which was just a shag range at mm-hmm. the time. If you yeah. Remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you'd basically just bring your own balls out there, hit it, and get it. Not really safe. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you could wear some balls out there, I'm sure, if you weren't paying attention. And yep. uh, kind of dangerous. So we, we had some money in the budget to, to help fix that up. And ultimately what it became, if we jumped forward, we ended up with a driving range which really isn't a regulation driving range. It's a little short, mm-hmm. you know, but that's where the budget ended up, and that's the project that, that went there. But proposal A was right after we had gone to Pinehurst, and we'd come back and we played the cradle. Oh, yeah. This, right? If anyone's played the cradle, I think they realize short courses, there just needs to be more of them. Every city over 50,000 people absolutely should have a short course. Uh, I. The game would Couldn't be agree. in another place. It would be. And it's, and that doesn't mean, like, so many more people would play. It's just more inclusive, you know. Yeah. Y- you can play in an hour or 45 minutes or a half hour in some cases. So the cradle gets all the buzz in Pinehurst, rightfully so. It's unbelievable. If you're ever going down there, it has to be on your trip. By you have to play it. Has to be. Yeah. It's a must play. I mean, for it's, it's wild to think that a nine-hole – Par three course is a must play. Some people think fifty bucks for a par three. Not course, play it. Don't worry about it. Play it. You get all day for that fifty yeah. bucks. You can go play first thing in the morning. Go play at eighteen holes. Come back for lunch. Play nine quick little appetizer. Go back play eighteen holes. Come yep. back at night. Play till dark. Yep. It doesn't matter. Pay it. Thank us later. Uh, both of us. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, well, there's another one in town at a place called um, what is it? Shoot, it's the it's the kids at Longleaf. Oh, Longleaf. Yeah. So uh, you didn't even know this, did you? Uh, no, I I actually the little short six yeah. hole bottle nose bottle brush bottle brush. Yeah. So the sapling of the Longleaf pine is called a bottle brush, and they built with Bill Bergen's help, who came in and redid that course. Um, they had this little six area six acre area between a couple of holes, not near the clubhouse, just kind of out in between two holes that you could they couldn't do anything with. Had a neat little feature. Had a it's built a old horse track was built the course was built through it and part of the horse track was through this so Bill came in and designed a six hole short course for that it's got the tiny little flag sticks mm-hmm. uh, it costs six dollars to play their mission at Longleaf is they're the home base for the U.S. Kids Golf uh, movement you know basically not first tee but U.S. Kids Golf mm-hmm. so um, great amenity for them so we went scouted out one day. Uh, we tried to go play it at lunch, but it was raining, so we mm-hmm. just ate lunch there. And we're like, hey, we noticed you guys were closed like around 6 o'clock last night when we came by. Can we prepay 
can we pay you the six bucks now? You guys sign a scorecard for us. To, so if we sure. come back, no one's yeah. going to run us off. They're like, yeah, absolutely. That's great. So we go do that. We play two loops in about 30 minutes. Yep. Uh, I won. It was the only time I've beat Brett in. That's what matters. Since we were like 11. <laughs> so I was thrilled uh, that I, and now I know how to beat him. He's got to go play short. Short courses. And, <laughs> short courses. Yeah. Yep. Margin of error for me is great. I can get them in six holes if 18 holes law of average is going to prevail. Yep. So we play this thing. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it's so cool. As we were leaving, they were setting the place up for glow golf. They were putting glow sticks in the ground. And as we leave, we come over the hill, we crest to play our last hole, and there's 30, 40 kids lined up to come play glow golf that night on Bottle Brush. And I'm like, dude, we got to build one of these yep. somewhere, somehow. We got to make it happen. And then the Pine Oaks thing kind of it fell in our lap. So, um, you know, used some design software, actually designed a six-hole little loop for it, presented it to the board. Everybody loved it. We started, you know, okay, here's where the rest of the money's going to come from. Wadsworth Golf has a, a grant program we applied for and got $20,000. We were in for the ETSU Elevates grant. We were hoping to get picked to go present and hopefully get another 5000 for that. We we're going to privately fundraise the rest. And then we had 50000 the following year in the budget that we were going to throw in there to finish it off. That should have got us there. A little thing called COVID happened. Mm, yeah. um, Kind of the mayor's office took the decision out of the board's hands and made the decision uh, themselves to put in a driving range. So my name's on it over there. I don't really like it. Um, I've not used it since. Um, it's kind of disappointing. I think we missed the mark a little bit that we could have had one. We had it paid for. Yeah, it was done. That's that's really tough to hear, especially it, a, a lot of the guys and the dudes. They they've either they've played the cradle, mm -hmm. they've seen guys play it, they realize it. I mean, I, I think they're going to be like, damn, there could have been something like that here in town for us. I haven't talked about a whole – enough time's passed. Yeah, you know, sure. I wanted to be respectful for the people in office. Absolutely. Um, that's passed. Um, you know, we're still not going to talk about individuals. You know, That's yep. not the right thing to do. No. Um, but um, it was close. It was there. And we just – Brett and I, were, we would talk. I'm like, okay, we got past this hurdle, past this hurdle. I'm like, dude, this shit's going to happen. I'm like, can you believe this? Yeah. And, you know, basically when it came time to – um, our usefulness was done. Like I couldn't do any more. Like I had, you know, Bill Bergen was nice enough when he was working on the Johnson City course to come in uh, and look at our site and review it. And he's like, "Yeah, what do you need me for?" He's like, "You guys are good. You know, maybe think about rerouting this over here a different way to for safety reasons." But this is great. You'll be fine. You know, do it yourself. We had contractors come in to look at the site. And they're like, "Yep, this one's going to cost. Here's the budget. I just need somebody to write a check, turn it over to the city." And that close. They didn't want to write a check. So, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Um, but that's that's life. You, it is. You pick up. You move on. Um, there's another site out there for us somewhere, somehow. Um, go look up places. This is happening everywhere now. And now it's really starting to move. Um, not too far from us, going down in Oak Ridge, uh, there's a 12-hole short course called The Patch. Hmm. Again, it's another Bill Bergen project. Um, I'm really promoting Bill. So, Bill, if you're listening, I expect a, a commission <laughs> check here for all the impressions you're going to get. Is that uh, – tell me if I'm wrong. Is, did he do Macklemore? He did. Okay. Yep. That's where I thought – like, yep. uh, I have a decent, you know, with, with names and architecture. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, I'm, was it Reese Jones? And Reese, Reese and Bill did that. Yeah. They're doing a second course now. That, that's going to be incredible yep. down there. The whole property. you know, it, Too good. From just the leadership to take a course that didn't work there turn it into what they've turned it into, and now add and add and add. And the resort's coming in. Uh, they've topped it out. Um, Dwayne Horton and his crew down there, just with the vision beyond belief. 
you know, and they're willing it into existence um, yeah. through pandemic, through everything else. Um, just really cool if you've, and it's accessible. You yep. know, people say, oh, is it private? Can I play it? You know, that's a place you can go play. It is. Um, you know, so get on their social media. They have great stuff. They they love it. They get it. You know, so the, I think they one do. of the best compliments you can give somebody, they just get it. They do. They do. Um, so get down there, uh, Macklemore. It's in uh, Rising Fawn, Georgia, uh, just south of Chattanooga. And yep. what a great market Chattanooga has become Yeah. with Sweetens Cove and many of the other private courses there. Um, just amazing place. I need a couple long weekends down there. Oh, absolutely. The yep. um, Macklemore. So do you, do you remember where they have like the little outdoor, I guess, amphitheater? I don't know if that's the right word. Or not an amphitheater, but just like the outdoor pavilion kind of by the clubhouse. The little patio there yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're actually renting the house like behind that. Nice. Is the one we're staying in when we go down there. And so they got that short putting, co- like mm-hmm. the little putting course built down there now. Yep. And then the short course. They have a short course, and that thing's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard to beat sitting up there on the that patio, sitting back there, watching people just come and loop the short course a couple times with the – a good drink in hand, like yeah. it's like okay, this is why we take these. Trips. Oh, by the way, there's 70, 80 mile views. Yeah, you know, insane, in 180 degrees. Um, it's really impressive, and yeah, the short course is great. Um, you know, Brian Marion, who's you know, kind of number of roles, a good friend over at John City Country Club, and um, has really he's the guy that really got that place you know, moving towards where it is now, which is just lights out. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but uh, he and I rolled down there and. Uh, Dwayne had asked us to come down and work there, um, not really work, but just come. Uh, we ended up working and kind of as their social media people, um, their grand opening. You know, so Charlie Reimer and they had some heavy hitters come in and uh, the architects were there and, and we got to play the course that day. And uh, it was very early on, but yeah. it was really neat. And I remember the day they broke ground and we saw this 18th hole rendering. And we, I don't want to say we called it early, but we called it early on that. Yeah. Like all precincts were not reporting, and we called it <laughs> that it would be the greatest inland finishing hole in the country. Absolutely. And it's come to be. And look, this isn't, if you saw the picture when we saw it, you would have said the same thing. Um, but it's really just, it's breathtaking. It's, there's no other way to describe it. There's not. I, I mean, coming down 17 through that windy little cart path through the woods, and you finally see those first tee boxes. Yep. I mean, like you can't not be excited to play that hole. It's 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 incredible yep. from your tee shot to the approach up on the green. I mean, the whole situation is just it's a world class yep. golf course. It's, hole. it's a it's a master class in creativity. Yeah, you know that they found it first of all, and that they could put a, a hole on it um, is even better. Um, but as you're driving down, you mentioned the drive down to it. That br- there's a bridge in there between mm-hmm. the 17. They had to fly that bridge in on helicopter. No way. Place. Yeah, there was some video on it when they were. Like I said we followed this course from yeah. you know, in the, every phase of construction, and when it finally opened, we're like, yeah, we'd love to come down. And Dwayne was nice enough to have us, and um, we'd love to go maybe do an event down there in the future. Yeah. Uh, once they get the hotel and the other course finished. Once once they get the hotel and the other course, it'd be really easy to want to put an event down there. Mm-hmm. They're just, I mean. You'd be set. You wouldn't have to leave the place for the weekend. I think there's some other people that might think about that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there, there might be some competition. Maybe a yes. joint venture there. Hey, yeah. now that could be some fun. Uh, a golf dudes. Uh, oh. A crusade. Dudes of the crusade. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out some way to make the, right, we'll work the, the name work, but that right. will be pretty fun. I like it. Um the, let's talk about some similar courses we've played. So, sure. I mean, yeah, Macklemore, you know, we're obviously raving on that one. Yep. That one was really awesome. Earlier I mentioned Old Tacoa. Yeah. Um, that place is just 
it's too good. And I can only imagine, like, they're still doing work. I feel like the surrounding areas are still growing in for it. Um, what, what did you think of Old Dakota when you played? It was, one, just wow. Yeah. You know, there's not, you know, you, whether you play a lot of golf or not, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you're just kind of in awe of golf properties. Um, and that's one of those places. Yep. I think you get to the third hole and you've got that first tee shot with the mountains and everything in the background. And, and just everything looks so rough. You it know, does. It looks like it, it looks like it's got boxing gloves on. It's going to punch you in the face as you're walking around this place. And you know, where's the little guy that's going to come out and whack you with the shillelagh <laughs> and, the, and the shins? You know, just because the grass is so tall too. And I played it with a guy who wasn't doesn't play a lot of golf. Yeah. And I felt bad like the first day. So we immediately pivoted. We're like, all right, let's play a scramble today because yeah. we're going to play it again in the morning. And it was probably best. It saved the trip for him. Because sure. oh, yeah. we had played 18 before, and he and I'm like, yeah, hey, maybe don't hit an extra shot when you lose one. Uh, you're going to want to save those. We're This is the easy one. We played Old Union first, another great course. Right Which there. we played as well. Dude, Old Union's great. That's long. It can uh, Somebody told me, uh, my buddy that runs Golf Augusta, um, he said he's going to go up and play it. We were talking about that place, much the way you and I did when you wanted to play Old Tacoa. Yeah. Uh, he's like it tips out at seventy six hundred. Yeah. I'm like I didn't realize that. I, I, that's not on my radar anymore. But yeah, I mean, wow, what a challenge that it, that poses. Yeah, I've played one or two at seventy six hundred too. That's a long way. I won't play another one. Nah, it's, uh, that's tough. We so we played thirty six holes out there. Twenty seven were for like tournament, mm-hmm. and then the last nine, we just like whatever your foursome was, we just played as a four man scramble. But yep. we went to the tips and played. Nice. Hole number 10 turns into like a 676 yard par five. And you're like, excuse me? Like, we have long hitters in our group. And we're like, well, cool. We're still 300 out on this next thing. And I know there was a par four that was, or a par three that was playing like 260. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to have to hit the driver here. Yeah. Like, I actually have to hit a driver. driver. That's on the number. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I got to tank one to get it down there. that's, That's wild. I'm like, so this is really a par four. With one less shot that I'm allowed to make it in. Yep. Great. North Georgia in itself is an unbelievable golf destination, but it's not a golf destination. It's not. Because the courses are so spread out. They are. And that's what, even like to Tacoa, the old union, it's a good mm-hmm. 40, 30, 40, 40 minutes. 40, yeah. And it's like you kind of like to see those at closer to 10 yep. to 20, I feel like, mm-hmm. when you're trying to do a golf trip. The story we wrote on that one was what's the difference between basically a buddy trip and a golf trip? That's a buddy trip spot. Play one or two courses. You're going to have fun. You got the cabins. You got everything oh, yeah. else that you're going to do. You can go out in Blue Ridge if you want to. But you're going to play a couple courses. A golf trip, you're going to play sun up to sundown, probably a smaller group, maybe a bigger group sometimes, but not as much tomfoolery that comes with it because sure. you're yeah. going to go to bed early because you got a tea time at 7 a.m. Yeah. Um, that's a buddy trip spot. It's a good family spot, too. Yeah, it you is. Know, you could bring the family down there and sneak away for 18 holes uh, one day because um, it's such a great family destination. So. Maybe one day we'll get that cabin down there that I said we should have bought years ago. And that real estate's kick, cheap. Kick myself for that. <laughs> I should have been more forceful. But, yeah, that's a great one. It's just I said if, if Tobacco Road and uh, Tot Hill Farm, two Mike Strange courses, yeah. if they got together and hooked up and produced a love golf baby, that was it. Old Tacoa Farm would be that love child. You know, I honestly, when I see it, I – Either or, to yep. Tot Hill. Sweetens or, Cove gets thrown in there, too. Yep. And yeah. I even, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in Blackthorn here in town mm-hmm. that I feel like that I recognized when I was out there. I feel like there's not a even lie anywhere yeah. at Tacoa. 
That's good. That's a good comp. It is, and but more severe, but more severe, much yeah, more much severe more severe. Yep. And um, Tacoa, though, like whole six that downhill par four leading into the river. Yep. I, it's it's just like what an incredible tee shot and hole to play. Yep. And then you play that par five running along the river. Mm-hmm. Then working your way back up to the clubhouse, yep. up on the mountain, coming back down again. It's just like the routing on that course, I think, is what just – I was like, this is incredible. It's a fun journey to play it. Such variety. Um, the, the the story behind it – I won't go into it because it's kind of long. It's not our story. Um, but the story behind how it was built and the starts and stops and the where, where, the reason why the bunkers look the way they are is because they didn't work on them for seven or eight years. In between, uh, they ran out of money and a new developer Man. came in and, and they came back and they're like, ooh, these bunkers are pretty great now. You know, well, you, could, you can't make that. You know, they have yeah. to – no one's going to do that on purpose. Um, and they just kind of liked the look, so they left it. Wow. Um, but, yeah, those guys, two guys that did that worked on some amazing courses. And the guy that was one of their shapers is now the superintendent there, I believe. And Excellent. helps keep that thing going in their vision and keeps working on it the way that they would. So it's almost like having an in-house architect on staff. Well, no, you can't even beat that. Yeah. And That's now the clubhouse valuable. is done. Oh, the clubhouse is it so good. It so good. It is. We – they like – the dining portion was not open when we were up there earlier this year, but they had finished all the construction. Mm-hmm. Like I think they opened it up like two weeks after we were there, which yeah. was so annoying. But, man, incredible. Like, yeah. What a great 19th hole spot to just yeah. sit in there and watch some, some people play some golf. Uh, another one I know we've both played is Springdale. Yeah. Um, I, I think Springdale is as good of a value um, for around here in this area to go up and play and just enjoy it. I feel like the staff up there – is world class. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy the course. The new construction that they've done with the pro shop and all the like lodging options. Super impressive. Super. Um, and the sto- again, you talk about stories, and that's yeah. really what we try to tell. Is like we like telling stories. We like to write. You know, Instagram and you know Twitter, Facebook. That's great for a paragraph or so. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's some stories you just can't tell in a few lines. And Springdale is one of those places. Yeah. And we were lucky enough to go down there and play in a kind of a golf media event called the Battle of the Smokies. I'd heard and seen kind of recaps of these things for years on yeah. the news. And uh, I'm like, wait, you want us to play? Yeah. Like, are you sure? Um, uh, I don't Hell know. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll get dozens of impressions, uh, let me tell you. But, no, seriously, that's been one of our most popular stories on the site. And the story that they told, they kind of had a little, like, presentation for us. And we got to learn about the floods that happened there. Yeah that they had renovated the course and then lost it yep. because of the floods and they had to do it again. So imagine spending all that on a renovation and then having to redo it immediately um, after a rain event that dropped 20 inches of rain in like an hour. Uh, that, I had played it before that rainstorm had happened. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, I'd heard that they were doing the renovations. And I was mm-hmm. so excited. And then that happened. And like, I feel for those people like yeah. that's, they have put so much work into that place. Like you, you can just tell when people care about the course that they're working at mm-hmm. and their job. Like they, they, the staff loves that place. And mm-hmm. I think they're committed to making that a great experience. I know we've already rebooked a trip there for next year for us. Good Cause for it's you. just like, yep. like it's easy to want to support people mm-hmm. that are doing that. I think they even talked about wanting to put in a playground, you know, for the family. They want you to get there and then not move the car. Yep. You know, they even give you a golf cart if you're staying in the ones right 
Right next to the lodge. Uh, we stayed in the tree houses up above. Yeah, and so like we literally, right. you, yeah, you just drive your golf cart <laughs> yep. to and from and it's yep. too easy. It's amazing. Yeah. So uh, like I, I like to bring my family back down there. Yeah. They got a pool. They got some workout stuff. They have wonderful restaurant. There's unbelievable food that they make there. And then like you said, the people, it's like being yeah. around here. It is. It's like your it, home. It you is. Know, they're, they're, looking, they're looking forward to you being there. Um, you know, everybody that was there that greeted us to, you know, that talked to us the entire time was just awesome. So, um, is it the best mountain golf course in the in Western North Carolina? Mm, no. no, 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 it's, it's not. not. But is it as enjoyable around as you're going to play? Probably. Yeah. And one, and you can play it because you can, you can walk on there tomorrow. And oh yeah, I want to play golf here today. Sure, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, which is hard to do in Western North Carolina. Oh, and it find is. a good place and. Yeah, you know, I'd say Sequoia Nationals probably, you know, but they're 130 bucks around. You're going to go down there and pay no more than probably 80, yep. you know, and probably much less at times. Oh yeah. Um, I've be- seen hot deals like on Golf Now for 50 bucks. Yeah. And for 50 bucks to play Springdale, I'm just stealing. Stun- that's stealing. You're stealing. That's, that's actual yeah. that's criminal. Yeah. That's yeah. The greens were unbelievable. Uh the spasm, they need to just blow that up. They know it. Um that silly signature hole that they have, but That's tough. Um I I was that's a I played it 3 times. Didn't I didn't do better than bogey, but I three putted for bogey. Uh, I was just happy to hit the green and two. That's you know, incredible. It's like green seven two, iron, four iron in, and just like through the shoot, and you have to hit it perfect every single. Like you can't miss by a foot. No. Uh, and I three putted, and I was just living. <laughs> oh, I was just like that was your chance to play. No! You're like, I had this. <laughs> Damn it! But uh, awesome place. You know the views from the top of I think it's fifteen or sixteen mm. are yep. just of Cold Mountain, which is one of the tallest peaks in the east. Yeah, it's over six thousand feet, and um, just awesome, just awesome experience. So if you're around, you want to go, you know, this weekend and go play somewhere, especially with the leaves changing. My goodness, oh, yeah. that's the time of year to go. Um, go down there, uh, tell them the dude, the dude crusade sent you. Sent you. We'll, we'll hybrid, hybrid here. That's it. Yep. Um, what is your? I mean, you know, I, I feel like it's always tough when people are like, "What's your favorite golf course?" Because there's so many, there's so many things that go into determining a favorite. What's yours? I think there's three things people are asking you when you when they ask you that question. What's the most famous place you've played? That's like, what, that's mo- one way to word it. Yeah, most prestigious. Sure. Like, what have you played that I've heard of? Yeah, you know, I think that's number one. Number two is, uh, hey, what's the actual best golf course you've played? Like, if you could play one course the rest of your life, what would it be? And then three, just what's your personal favorite? You know, and that's probably the easiest one for me is Tot Hill Farm. Time. Really? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it was my first Strance course. You always remember your first? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, always. I remember playing that, and that was one of our clients when I worked for that golf company. They were a client. They were also worked with another company. So, like, one day I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that course. And then we got it. I'm like, oh, it's a great course. You, know, you should go check it out. And I'm like, I got to go see for myself because it was never had I ever heard more polarizing comments. And this was right after it opened. So most people know Tot Hill now. It's probably not what people expect it's not tobacco road no if you had played it in the first two or three years they had a flood that knocked out and changed some of the routing Mm. um you talk about long holes i'll get back to one in a second but when it was new it was every bit as conditioned as tobacco road it was just it was mind-boggling that's a bummer because i I probably played it like three years ago and the conditioning it's been going downhill but like the lay like i remember playing that course and the par threes out there are i mean they're amazing if i showed you like if i had a if i had done what i had done now then Mm -hmm. um the first course i ever shot 
on a digital camera was a two mega two megapixel Kodak Easy Share with no memory card, so I could hold like fourteen pictures on this thing. And I'm like, oh my god, like I need I need twenty of these because I'm going to take two hundred pictures today. Yep. I had fourteen or something, and probably four of them are good still. Um, but it was just it was it was amazing, and I. I over the years, people because we've we're kind of known as Strance guys now, and we've had some people approach us that have like wanted to buy it, and like, hey, what's missing? And we went down the road and actually helped somebody with their due diligence to. He wanted to fix it up, and I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like it's finally happening. Yeah. And um, you know they couldn't come to a deal because there's so much missing, and most people that play it now that have never they didn't play it back then don't know what's missing, and there's a lot. Um, it's still amazing. Like it's worth it. I know sometimes the conditions go up and down, but yep. um, that's my favorite. And you awesome. can probably hear it in my voice. Of, yeah. Like, damn, I could go there tomorrow. Man, it's so cool to find a course like that that you're just yep. like, I love this place. And I love Tobacco Road. I love Royal New. I lo- Mike Strance has its own category for he me. He does. I can't yeah. even put his courses like if I had a top ten, which I probably do. Um, I can't even put those in my top ten because they're so different. That's its own category. They're yep. above that. You yeah. Know, they're works of art. And it's like comparing the Mona Lisa to something, you know, that our kids draw. Yeah. You know, you love the stuff that your kids draw, <laughs> but it's the freaking Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Okay? It's like, there's a little difference I'm putting here. this one on the fridge, but yep. they're not in the same category. Yep. Mike Strantz is not in the same category as everybody else. You know, he was playing chess when everybody else was playing tiddlywinks. Like such – like all of his courses I've played mm-hmm. just absolutely – Love them. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say he's probably my favorite course designer. Which ones have you played? Uh, Caledonia, mm-hmm. True Blue, Royal New Kent, Tot Hill, Tobacco Road, Stonehouse. I've not played Stonehouse, and that's that was a cross from Royal New Kent, yep. I believe. Yeah, that was the one. I think when I was I lived in Virginia Beach for a little bit. Okay, I want to say that like the conditioning and the reputation there was pretty poor. At, at the at the time when mm. I was living there, and it was mm. kind of like it's not really worth your time, even yeah. though I was already up at Royal New Kent. Mm. And by the way, I don't know if I've ever had a course take my lunch money like the first time. Cause this is back when I was probably like a twenty two, twenty four handicap, yep. and played Royal New Kent. Ouch, that was a mistake. Tobacco Road took my yeah. And, well, it's it's very easy for that place too to take, and then and then kick my ass after. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Hey, don't come back. Yeah, you like, you're, you're not like, welcome here. Oh, I'm coming back. You know, just in twenty <laughs> I want more. In, in fifteen years, you'll see me again yeah. when I'm better. Um, I put four in the drink against my brother on Tobacco Roads uh, on the par three. Oh yeah, you know, with the cabin just, right there behind yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I got this. Ding. Uh, yeah. Just, oh yeah. I didn't break a hundred. Second time I went, I probably shot like eighty five. You know, just. You just That's know good, it better. You do. You, Even one time yeah. makes a huge difference at Tobacco Road. His courses just leave so much of an impression, and it's a big reason it's one of our projects we're working on now is kind of like a, a life's work. You yeah. know, every course he ever worked on. Um, so we've compiled it. We've talked to Fazio's people that he worked for for so long, and they've been generous enough to you know provide us with some stuff that's incredible um even the other day i saw the heritage right next to caledonian true blue that's a good they course. posted one that said hey this is the original green yeah. before mike strance re- redesigned them which we knew we but you know they say there were strance courses you know so i like that everybody else to say that he was been there um so tahill favorite best golf courses surprises a lot of people around here uh holston hills in Knoxville. Man, you're the second person. Like, Steve Foster was on here, and yeah. he also mentioned that's a great one. I've not been down there. Sounds it like is, I need to. Johnson City is a poor man's Holston Hills. Holston Hills 
is also a poor man's Holston Hills, if you know their story of kind of how that club came about. If they had a nicer clubhouse and it was in Atlanta, it'd be a top 30 course. You know, it's it's that nice. But it's Damn. in Knoxville. Um, no disrespect. We love Knoxville. Um, there's some good golf down there too. But it's it's as close to a perfect golf course as I've ever played. And it's just in such good shape. Um, you look at Tom Doak, you know, who's one of the goats of architecture oh, yeah. now. You know, he's got a list of course, you know, courses we should talk about more. And Holston Hills is like number two on that list. And I, we could not. That says more. a lot. It says everything. And he's yeah. he's the guy that came in and said, don't do a thing to this. He's like, it's fine. You know, just maybe tighten up the bunker edges, but don't touch a thing. This is exactly what it should be. And he's absolutely right. That place is on fire. Um, okay, man. Love well. Holston Hills. If you ever get the invite, go. All right. Um, it, I would play it every day, and you can walk it. It's just a joy. And the Corn Ferry Tour comes there now. Um, really? So if you haven't played it and you don't have that invite, you can go walk it. When they're here, it's like 10 bucks to go to a, a day of the Corn That's Ferry. too easy. Got to do that. We went this year, and they do a great job too, by the way. For a smaller tour event, we'd yeah. never been to one. And, um, I haven't it either. Was great. It was great. Cool. Um, and the most prestigious one uh, for me personally, I would say, is uh, Liberty National. You know, the one mm-hmm. right next to yeah. Statue of Liberty and yeah. President's Cup. and it, That'll do. That was a very <laughs> nice uh, – I had a, a very nice uh, a friend, a donor, um, just of when I was working at Rutgers um, that allowed me to come play on a, a scramble with him. Incredible. He had actually bought two teams for this, like, Jimmy V fundraiser, and he's like, hey, I need you to come play. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'm in. You let me know when. I'm in. Um but it was it was absolutely incredible. Um, I could I could talk for days about that experience. But that that was special. Um, there's only one one of those in the world. It's one of one. You know, it's yeah. Some people they polarize. They like, ah, this course is too weird. Tom Kite actually designed that. He was there that day that we played, mm-hmm. coming in to consult because it was coming back into the Barclays Rota and um, and they were looking at Presidents Cup. So man, um, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. That's awesome. How about you? What's your uh, what's your what's your favorite? What's your What's your greatest? I would say, you know, the, kind of like you talked about Tot Hill, like the one that you just mm-hmm. you love. Uh, it's, I mean, you're not going to disagree with this. I know it. It's, uh, for me, it was Caledonia. It was my first, like, true – like, that first course that I played, and I was like, man, this is different than anything else. It just I, – I think I've actually now – so my family goes to – or my wife's family goes to family vacation down in Pauly's Island. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to literally hop off the island and go play Caledonia, which is like six minutes away from our house. Twist my arm. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, yeah. oh, whoops. I've probably been fortunate enough to play it like eight or nine times. Wow. Yeah, really lucky there. Each time I just – like the mossy oaks just hanging down and everything. It's just like, damn, this is perfect here. I don't know. I just – I love that. Um, you know, favorite course and most prestigious course, I, these next two, you could put it down for either one because I don't even know mm-hmm. if I know it's a uh, Primland. Yep. Uh, th- that place that Caledonia was my favorite until I played Primland. Yep. And then I was just like, Oh man, you're a mountain is, guy. I am. Yeah. I am a mountain yeah. guy. Yeah. And then the other one that I always put up there at Primland is Arcadia Bluffs. Okay. Uh, that, oh, yeah. man. I've mm. seen many of re- I've seen many a reel from you guys uh, it, from up there. It it doesn't even do it justice. We went up and played the Fourth of July weekend, and I think it was like 
10, 15 at night, and we're playing hole 18 with the sun setting behind us. We're like, we're, we're like, hit your ball and go find it yeah. because we're running out of time. Yep. But it's wild to think that it's 10 o'clock and there's still enough. There was actually one other group that finished in behind us that day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and so we played um, – we went up there and played that twice in the south course once. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arcadia, man, yeah. if, if you've never been up there, that's one that like – it, you have to play it. Yeah. I, I think it's easy. You know, people throw around must play kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a must play. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and move on to our last segment. I feel like we are. I'm already saying this now before we're done. Yeah. We're going to have to get you on here for another stuff. Let's go. Yeah. There's yeah. there's too many things we haven't gotten to. Yeah. And, and we're a little short on time today. But this has been fun. Yeah. Uh, hazard time. So we're going to put a couple minutes on the clock here. Let me get my list. Hold okay. On. Oh, man. Prepare. He's he's ready to rock and roll for this one. Um, we're just going to throw some questions at each other, kind of uh, rapid fire, whatever comes to mind, and we'll see how this plays out. So five minutes on the clock starting now. What is the greatest single hazard you have encountered, encountered on a golf course? Mm, I have been at Tobacco Ro- Road, hole 11, that par 5 that yes. wraps around right. I've been in that sand below the green. The abyss. The abyss. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. That that's... that is a tough scene when you're down there. I've you... seen people down there. Oh yeah. Yep. I multiple times. Yeah. I was actually we were playing in a in a scramble and the whole thing was I was like I remember me and my buddy I was like I'll hit first I'll try to go for the green didn't mm-hmm. get it okay you just hit us a safe layup shot just tops it down into the sand as well yep. I was like well okay to the sand we go nice um, and that's not where you want to be yep. Uh, how about you? Um, That's a great question. Uh, there's two of the same hazard. Uh, quarries are cool. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so unique. You don't see them a lot. Uh, one is at the patch that I mentioned earlier, the little mm-hmm. short course in Oak Ridge. They have one you carry the quarry, um, and the green sits on the edge. But the first one I played was at the Curahy Club, mm-hmm. uh, 17th hole, par three. It's about 250 yards Jeez. to carry, all carry from the tips. Yeah. Um, not me. Um, <laughs> You're like, that's not what I was thinking. I carried it. I think I hit yeah. the green. Hey. Um, but just if somebody asked me the other day, too, Curie Heat Club, it, it was to your it yeah. was your post, actually, yep. that it put it out there. Yep. Somebody put, like, best opening hole, um, and somebody asked, like, Curie Heat Club or Old Tacoa? And I'm like, oh, man. I still haven't gotten an answer. I've looked back through pictures. I'm like, I can't tell. There's a lot of good – there's just a lot of good opening holes out there. And I think yep. the one I mentioned was Macklemore. Yep. I just – uh, whole one and, and prim one, but both of those tobacco are road great one. Tobacco road still takes the tobacco the road's insane. Like when you start pulling up and you're like, yep. "What are these mounds doing here?" Yep, you got to like, hit through those. Wait, why are these here? It's the Straits of Gibraltar. It is you know, with the Jason and the Argonaut <laughs> statue over it. They might as well build a, put the stand statue with the mustache over it. It'd be great uh, if you could have a celebrity dudes of hazard invitational. Oh my gosh, who would be your first call, and where would you have the tournament? Oh, man. What a question. Um, so I know the one that all of our guys would want to play with, hands down, without a doubt, would be John Daly. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that dude has the dudes of hazards written all over yeah. him. Uh, and where it would be at, you know, geez, that's that's tough. Um, tobacco Road. Yeah. Like that that place, I feel like it just exudes what yeah. the dudes is about. When we had our little tournament we just had out there, everyone just came like, 
okay, when are we playing this again? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like when you host a tournament, that's kind of what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, John Daly and Tobacco Road, Yeah. that that sounds like a party on wheels. John, so. it's 310 to clear the bluffs. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got it. Okay. Can I take my shoes off first? Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. Yep. Um, mine for you. What is your favorite strance course you've played? It's like asking which one of your kids is your favorite. Mm, yeah, that was messed up um, on me. You know, it just Tot Hill – because it was the first Mm -hmm. set a high bar but you know it it's probably whichever one i was playing that day yeah which it was hard back last year actually what's today the 20 26 27 well tomorrow is the one year today's 27th wow i got a post to do tonight um today's the one year anniversary of our iron maverick 2 tournament where we played caledonia true blue and bulls bay Mm. on back-to-back days yeah 72 holes uh 36 36 and all That's three of special. those, that was a pretty special weekend. We had put that on. It, we kind of – Bulls Bay had called us and said, hey, it's our 20th anniversary. They called us, like Bulls. Ridiculous. Like, we had done our first one at Royal New Kent. Yeah. We had heard about it. Somebody had talked to somebody somebody down the line. Hey, call these guys. They're Strands guys. And they asked us about it. Now, this is probably going to kill our time, but it's a good story. They um, – so, like, what was, what was Royal New Kent? you know, doing Iron Maverick. I said, well, we did 36. It's like half Strance tribute, half golf Iron Man, all fun. Yeah. You know, just a bunch of people getting together, playing in his honor. Um, cheap. You know, we kept it cheap and affordable for everybody to come. And Royal New Kent was a blast. Their staff was amazing. Oh, yeah. Still amazing. They are. It's even better now. Um, I'd join there tomorrow if I lived within Absolutely. Miles. Great course. Yep. So Bulls called us and said, yeah, would you like to do that here? <laughs> Uh, are you sure? <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, like, yeah. I can um, imagine I being so. on the receiving end of that phone call. Like, yeah. wait, you're calling me? Yeah. Like, isn't this the other way around? Yeah. So we were obviously humbled to, to get that call. Um, they gave us a Tuesday. They're like, you can have it on Tuesday if you're going to do a public one. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, um, all right, well, we need something to do Monday because we can't ask everybody to travel in on Tuesday. So we had done some little side work for Bob Scanty over at Caledonia True Blue and had become very good friends. They're unbelievable people there, they too. Are. Um, it gets overlooked sometimes because it's been so good for so long. But if you're going down to Myrtle Beach, you have to go down to Pauly's Island and play those two You courses. have to. If, if you haven't, you haven't been to Myrtle Beach yet. No, you um, haven't. I actually – I really – man – just excellent times I've had every time I've played yep. both those. And, like, you know, I talked about Caledonia, yep. but it's no slight to True Blue. Yep. It's I think True Blue gets cast as 1B a lot versus Caledonia. I preferred True Blue, Inter- honestly. Interesting. Oh, cool. Um, and my buddy Brett, he did the same thing, but he has played Caledonia now two or three more times than me. That mm-hmm. was my first time there um, for all three of them, yep. basically. And um, it was actually Caledonia was my 300th course played. Mm, um, so nice. that was special. Yeah, that's that was nice. a way to end it. Yeah. We talk yeah. about sunsets, and we had 90 guys lined up hitting firing squad into the green. I remember seeing that. Yeah. I was thinking, like, damn, that's pretty damn cool. That was awesome. That's pretty damn cool. We timed it perfectly. We got through. Um, but, yeah, we did. So there, Bob was like, absolutely come. He's like, you can have True Blue in the morning, Caledonia in the afternoon. You know, we'll shut the course down for you. And it was awesome. So we put all these spots that we said, hey, we're doing this. Um, we knew the response was going to be big. We didn't know it was going to be what it became. Uh, it sold out in about 45 seconds, um, <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, this was 90, 88 guys, uh, 22 foursomes. Um, had a 200-person wait list within an hour. Um, 
we developed some, we found some holes in the system with golf status that had been our partner to do registration. We're like, yeah, so we found some things for you, you know, some, some things we might tell you to, you know, work on if you have a high demand event, like how this would work in the future. Cause we had a lot of people that like, oh, I got to the cart and it kicked me out. You know, yeah. I'm a ticket guy. Like that's what I do for a living. And yeah. That's hard to hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn it. Like, so the courses said, well, hey, we held a, a lottery for the last two. Like, we're going to do a, a lottery for the last two spots from the wait list. Um, courses gave us some rounds to give away on top of that, some foursomes, because they wanted more people to come. Uh, Bulls gave us head covers to give away. I mean, it was just – That's exceptional. It was exceptional. The perfect word. And we did all of this. We did 18 at True Blue, Caledonia, lunch in between, drink tickets there. Um, we did 18 championship routing at Bulls in the morning. Uh, lunch on the course with their food truck, um, beer on the course, water sewed on the course uh, in coolers, 18-hole uh, par three routing in the afternoon, prizes, door prizes, 350 bucks a guy. What? 350 bucks a guy? For all that. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> I didn't plan this? Oh, my God. That... If you're listening to this and like, I mean, I don't know, 350 bucks sounds like a lot. It's not. It, not for that. It was That not. could have been exceptionally more than that. It could have been seven, eight. 700. Like, like, no, like, e- look, easily over 600 is what I was would have guessed. Golfer's Journal is awesome, mm-hmm. and they're doing some cool events, but they're really expensive. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm not calling you guys out, but they're expensive. I'm probably not going to play in your events, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not my budget. Yep. Like, I love to play. And I would love to play those courses, but I'm not. I just can't fork over eighteen hundred bucks to play a weekend. At no some, way. At one course. No, I just, yeah, can't do it. Um, you know, uh, Fried Egg's gotten into events. You know, other people have gotten into events, and they're awesome. And we want to play in some of those. It just hasn't. Calendar hasn't worked out. We're busy. Mm-hmm. You know, life and and then budget too. Um, so we wanted to do this one. We knew it was going to be special. We wanted it to be. You know, as cheap as we could do it. We made our own tea markers. We had a cattle brand made right here in Johnson City that we burned. The, it, it was awesome. No, we it was. I, 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 that's when I was following your guys' account, and yeah. I was watching through this, and I was like, on, I, I've taken a lot of inspiration for what I've wanted to do from you guys. Oh, like, you guys awesome. have really – Wow. You guys have a good thing going over there. Mm, cheers. Uh, I'm really – yeah, cheers. I'm glad yeah. we got to definitely sit down and talk today because, like, there's I feel like we have a lot of similarities here yeah. in what we're trying to accomplish with yeah. the game of golf. I mean, yep. building the community out. Yep. I mean, that's that's what it's about. It is. And, and getting to play some cool courses in the process. Just to see everybody there, you know, just like we had people from – we had a twosome from Chicago, a husband-wife team, mm-hmm. pair up with two guys that had followed us for a while from Michigan. Never met. They met on the first <laughs> team. We're on the practice range the morning of the first day. That's so cool. Um, to make a foursome. Yeah. Because we had a spot on the wait list come up. The one spot we had one spot on the waitlist come open the whole time, um, and it was from a Bulls team that actually had dropped off. Wow! So yeah, the only people that dropped off were members from Bulls. <laughs> so um, it was it was really neat. Uh, obviously, we met some great people. Um, we had great partners with that. I'm not going to start to try to get into all of them because I'm going to forget because it was a year ago. Um, but I know one was Owens Mixers uh, that does the transfusion mix. Yeah. Uh, the guys from Royal New Kent came. We invited them. They actually the two invitations went out. One was to Royal New Kent for hosting us first, so they brought their an ownership team and management team to play because they wanted to come play Strands courses That's and meet so Strands cool. people. Um, they actually feature Owens Mixers now because of that event, so they brought it back with them. Um, and the other one was to our defending champions from the first one. Sure. So if you play in ours, you get an automatic bid to the next one um, or a future event if you want it. So yeah. we're working on some stuff. 
Yeah. Um, we don't have anything to announce, but it's so neat that people reach out every week and they're like, "Hey, you doing Iron? When's Iron Maverick three? When, where are you going? When? When can I? I'm ready for Iron Maverick, Maverick three. So we're working on some things. There's nothing to report yet. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're listening and you're a course operator and you'd like to talk to us about hosting an event at your course, we're happy to listen. Um, but it, it's challenging to find dates. You know, my yeah. like I said, my job, my career, you know, we have races. Our, we have 30,000 people coming this weekend for uh, a two-day Country Thunder Music Festival yep. uh, up at the Speedway. So um, you can get tickets at Walgreens, by the way, a little plug for them. Um, but it's going to be sold out. Uh, there's a few single-day tickets left. Um, I'll but be there this weekend. We have – well – I'll see you around. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up. Yeah. Um, but it's a, uh, you know, it's a challenge to find that with, you know, kids that play, you know, do events in school and everything. Yep. So we, I'm a dad first, you know, I probably, I would say I work second and um, serve while I can. And then if I have time to do this other stuff, uh, hey, that fits in. That's my one hobby. Yeah. Um, so it's a hobby that's taken on. Like I said, it's a passion. It's a I say it's a project, you know, it's an, it's not a business. It's not a blog. It's something in between, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe one day it will be, but, uh, we're happy doing it right now just for fun and doing stuff like Iron Maverick and crazy deals and, yeah. you know, sharing stories and, and doing podcasts, uh, with you guys. So, uh, That's certainly awesome. appreciate it. Last question I have for you today. We had some of, uh, Biv and Tucker mm-hmm. rate this one to 10. What'd you give it? It was very solid. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not the hardest grader ever, so I'd say it's a solid, you know, seven two, seven three. Okay, maybe even a little bit better. Yeah, well, that was really, seven, really seven good. five was the number in my mind. So okay. I, I think seven I two, it. seven three sounds hey, pretty good right around that. I, I like your taste. Yeah, that's good. That's um, good. Well, this was an absolute blast. Um, we're going to be hopping off here. If you'd like to share some, maybe your website, social media that people can follow you at. I mean, I think you guys got some great stuff people want to see. What what can they find you on? Golfcrusade.com is the we call it the mothership. You know, that's that's where you're going to find the most stuff that you could use yourself. Um, photos, you know, we're big on photos. Nothing. We created the site because nothing was more frustrating to us trying to plan a golf trip and not seeing good photos of the courses we wanted to go try to play, stuff that we had heard of. Or maybe, of course, doesn't have a great website. Uh, we wanted to rectify that. Now, we can't do that for every course, of course, but – uh, we can for the ones we've played. So if yep. you if you want to reach out to us and ask us, hey, that's how old Tacoa Farm happened for you guys. Yeah, um, it was. So um, we have people ask us all the time, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll undersell it for you. Um, but uh, yeah, we're not trying to push anybody. We don't take you know money from courses, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing for us. We're not paid. Um, yep. If somebody wants to give us a round to come play in exchange for something like photos or you know a couple posts, sure, great, we're going to do that. But we want to keep it positive. You yeah, know, we don't we don't uh, bash courses for oh the rough was too long today. No, it's guys, come on. Yeah, it's, like stop. Take your opinions out of it as a golfer mm-hmm. and, and appreciate it for what it is. Yep. Uh, and it's a lot of hard work, you know, taking care of a golf course. I know you had Steve on last week, a yep. uh, good friend, and I have loved watching every bit of the renovation they've done over oh, there. That's incredible. Um, so cool what they're able to do yeah uh, john city country club but uh yeah golfcrusade.com is the mothership you can find us on instagram at, at golf crusade at strance fans club that's with a fan f-a-n-t-z club strance fans club and at golf barns we're not on twitter much but we are there we do post some things there mainly just links to stuff when we post stories um based on if a course has a big following there that they want us to that we can have yep. them reshare it there um uh, we're on facebook too 
uh, just Golf Crusade there. Um, and then occasionally if I write a, like a business story, like the Springdale story, I'll put it on LinkedIn too okay. uh, on my personal cool. page. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a joy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I look, can't wait for part two. Yeah. We're definitely, there will be a part two on here. There's, there's too much that I had some like things I wanted to ask and we just yeah. didn't get to it. And so we'll have to do this again. I love it. Awesome. I love it. After we get a chance to play. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's a priority. That's a must. Awesome. Well, Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in this week. I feel like this was another great episode of Dudes of Hazards Radio. And as always, keep it classy, dudes.